Welcome to a special episode of Making a Difference. I'm your host, Ken Macon. We're taking a close look at political candidates leading up to the November elections, and we're calling this special series Midterm Exams. If you're listening to a podcast and you're hearing a conversation with a candidate who may be running in your district or it's a candidate that you want to support, I strongly recommend that you share this podcast on social media or by word of mouth. It's vitally important that we not take this time for granted, especially since we're so close to the elections. If there's a candidate whom you want us to interview or you want to have advertised on our show, you can shoot us an email at makingadifferentshow at gmail.com, M-A-K-I-N, a different show at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash making, M-A-K-I-N, a difference show. Speaking of show, it's time to begin this conversation right here, right now on Making a Difference. Um, to be a Negro, to be a Negro in this country, and to be um, relatively conscious, is to be in a state of rage, almost, almost all of the time. You wonder why I spit the truth and not to make no dope. Welcome to another episode of Making a Difference. I'm your host, Ken Macon. We're here. Um, just very excited about this season. Some people say, well, man, we talk about politics all the time. No. The attitude I have about politics is you have to be perpetually involved. And so when you're perpetually involved, what happens is, is you come up to climactic points where, you know, it may be campaign season. So I'm excited. You know, we're here in Augusta, Richmond County. Um, I have an opportunity to talk to a number of candidates uh, for the Richmond County School Board. And so we have a gentleman here whom I've known for many years, actually, and, uh, you know, can speak well about him. He's uh, actually running for the District uh, 3 school board seat. And so I'm, ha- I'm so glad to have on the show with us Robert Cooks. How you doing, my friend? Great. How are you? Man, tell you, I'm blessed. I'm uh, Like I said, I'm always excited, you know, to talk about politics because, to me, politics isn't a dirty word. It's a word where... It's about helping people understand when you talk about politics, all you basically is talking about is putting people in a position to allocate your resources as a taxpayer. Yes. Sir. And so, you know, you as a candidate for school board, as an individual, you know, who has worked um, in the inner city, you know, who has worked in government, worked in the capacity as far as being a chairman in government position, man, I'm just I'm very interested to hear, you know, your perspective and, you know, some of your talking points as it relates to, you know, this this campaign, this next endeavor. Okay, great. Well, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Robert A. Cooks. I am a parent, a father, a husband, and a concerned citizen. I have lived in Augusta, Richmond County for 18 years now. Mm. I'm married to my wife, Sarah Cooks, who's a teacher for the past 24 years and growing strong. I have three children and one grandchild, Brandon, my son, uh, who's the oldest, my middle child, Dallas, She's 20. She's in college right now in North Carolina A&T. Okay. My youngest daughter is Drew. She's a sophomore at Richmond Academy. And my granddaughter, Madison, who's coming along soon. She's three <laughs> years old in pre-K, and she is a sponge. That's awesome. Um, I have worked in Augusta, Richmond County for the past 18 years, um, focusing on development and economic development, construction, infrastructure, 
Um, and I've had the opportunity to serve on a number of community organizations from safe homes in my past. I'm a graduate of the Leadership Augusta class of 2002. Okay. Um, I've also served on the board of Walton Rehab Hospital, um, Augusta Tomorrow, and uh, I'm currently serving, it's my ninth year on the Augusta Richmond County Planning Commission with my second term as chairman. Um, I believe in Augusta Richmond County and what I've realized from working in uh, economic development and community development that the missing component is our school system. The foundation of the growth of our community is our school system. Hmm. I see great progress in our school system and I don't think uh, the community gives it its just due. We've got to analyze and review what's happening. My campaign is a three-piece campaign. I'm focused on student-centered policy making, parent-centered communication, and teacher-centered support and education. I, I gotta stop you right there because I'm, I'm so impressed because you have, to me, you've really pinpointed, I think, the heart of the issue as it relates to, to education, not just in Richmond County, but I think it's a nationwide conversation. But you carry on, I just, I'm impressed by that. Yeah, well, well the, the reality is I'm a parent first, and I am frustrated with some things that I've, I've encountered as a parent. Um, as a person who deals in real estate and economic development, I am frustrated with the industry of real estate overlooking this community. We have the infrastructure, we have the services, we have all the components for explosive growth, but quote unquote, we're not a desirable community. We need to change that. Our school system is improving by leaps and bounds and we've got to center that focus. Student-based focus, parent-based communication, and teacher-based education and support. And if we can do those three things very well, we've got to raise the bar at the lowest level, first through sixth grade. We've got to change the perspective. Not that it's not bad, because we're doing good, but we can raise the bar. Our children can give us a whole lot more than, than we expect. We've got to raise the bar because if we perform on the lowest level, the higher levels will be easier to handle. And, you know, this community is a jewel. We've got an economic opportunity that's going to last for the next three to five years that we've got to harness to ensure that this growth happens in the right way. You're talking about cyber center. I'm talking about technology. Technology just in general. I'm, yeah. talking about te I'm talking about cyber. I'm talking about STEM. I'm talking about uh, AP honors and development. We've got vocational, vocational aptitude kicking into to our our community because not everybody's going to college. Right. Sixty percent of our kids are not going to college. Mm. So we got to make sure. And I don't know that number to be exactly sixty percent. No, but The reality is we got to make sure that when you graduate from high school, you are ready for it to be employed. And if we do those things. Our community is going to grow by leaps and bounds because not everybody's going to college. I don't know if, if they tell the students in the system that welders and plumbers and uh, electricians and heat and air contractors can make $100,000 a year. Easily. Easily. Out of high school. You ain't got to go to college to get that. Right. So, so we need to make sure our kids understand what the opportunity is in front of them. If your goal is to just get a regular job, you got to learn customer service skills, communication skills, how to set your set your your personal opinions aside and focus on the business that you're working for, because that without the customer, there is no business. Yeah. 
So we've got to teach our kids that. And I'm not saying they're not getting it. All I'm saying is we need to make sure that it's focused. Go ahead. I'm just, I'm impressed with the improvements we've made over the past 36 months. I think the role of the school board is to make student-centered policy decisions, parent-centered communication, and teacher-centered support and education. And if we do all those things at the highest level, our system has no choice but to improve. I think our system can be the number one system in the state of Georgia, but we just got to choose to make that happen. I tell you, um, this conversation, y'all, because <laughs> the next question for me is, is because, like I said, I, I know of your background. You expressed it almost 20 years here in Augusta, Richmond County. Um, what makes you uniquely qualified based on, and, and you've already alluded to some of it, just some of your experiences in working with government, and how do you think those things will be applicable in terms of, you know, if, if elected to the school board? Well, if elected to the school board, first thing I do is I got to learn their system. Number one, I don't have all the answers, but I've been taught to think, read, evaluate, make mission-based decisions, and apply what I call the male philosophy. Understand the mission, make sure what we do is ethical and legal, and we can win. And that's that's the goal of the system. The reality is our school system is the foundation of our economy. When someone moves here, what is the first thing they do? What about the schools? When a a company decides to come here, what do they ask? What about the schools? When a university decides to expand, what about the schools? That's facts. (laughs) Okay. When when we're talking about SPLOS and tax, tax, uh, tax collections and tax liabilities, the foundation is what? 55% of the tax bill goes to where? Education, Schools. Right. right. So, but if we have a valued school system, if we change the perspective of the school system, then the value of our school system is going to be higher. And when the value of our school system becomes higher, the demand for our real estate is higher. And then all this construction and development opportunity doesn't just happen outside of Richmond County. It happens in Richmond County. And folks want to live here, not just empty nesters, not just people, in the, you know, double income, no kids. Folks who will, who will bring their kids to this system and want to be here, be a part of the growth, be a part of the system, be a part of the explosive opportunity that Richmond County has. You, you um, use the word perspective. How much of this discussion is not only about changing the perspective, but about, but also about changing the perceptive of the Richmond County School Board? Because I, I think that's a lot of the battle, too, is that people have a negative connotation. A lot of it is unfair. Can you speak to that? I can't, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, the reality is I don't have that perspective. Gotcha. My son came through uh, up until ninth, eighth grade. He went to old Tubman Middle School. He had seven black male teachers out of eight. That was awesome. And now, and now virtually unheard of. <laughs> Un- unheard of now, right. My oldest daughter, IB graduate from, I'm sorry, IB pro. she finished the IB program, did not graduate with the diploma. However, I will tell you, she is probably one of the best students that North Carolina A&T has encountered. She is on top of it. That's awesome. That program, she's got a 3.91. I'm, I'm, I'm tickle pink. Okay, <laughs> my youngest daughter, she's doing well in her, in her, in her program, and she's an athlete. So the reality is, we've got to add balance, pers- change the perspective. 
there's something we teach in, in the housing business. We tell people when you buy a house, you need to do some research on where you're going to buy your house. Well, there are websites like websites like um, you got Zillow and Trulia and um, HomeFacts. When you look at a property and you go to those websites, they they produce an algorithm of what that house in that location is about. Well, the algorithms ain't are not accurate. They're perspectives. <laughs> so we've got to change the perspective. We've got to market the truths, tell the truth. We've got to ensure that we have a student-focused policy decision-making, parent-focused communication and decision-making, and teacher-focused support and education. And if we can do all those things well, we will improve our system dramatically, and folks will be clamoring to get into it. Let's talk about the, the teacher component, because I think you, you know, you've talked about it personally as a parent. You've also you know, been able to provide a, just impressive testimonies as far as your children. Um, the teacher component, what does that look like for you? You can kind of break that down for us. Well, my wife is a teacher, 25, 20, don't get me wrong. She might, if she hears it, she might get mad. But, <laughs> um, I think it's 20, 26 years of service, um, both outside and inside Richmond County. Um, the foundation of a strong student is supplemented by what's going on at home. The school... The school is the foundation. The parents have got to supplement it. And I will tell you, and I'll use my granddaughter as an example, every day I see her, she asks me to read her a book. Mm. Every day. I'm talking about there's not a time I, Papa, come on, let's read this book. And so she's three. She's three. And that's been ingrained in her where she's just like. From the day she was born, she's read a book every single day of her life. That's awesome. You say she's taking it in like a sponge. Like a sponge, like a sponge, like a sponge. Numbers, letters. She can't read yet, but I give her six months and she'll be reading. Okay? But that's because everybody in her life is focused on making sure her foundation is solid. If a building is built on a weak foundation, it will not stand. And our elementary school system is the foundation of the rest of our community's history. So we've got to ensure that the elementary delivery is there. You've got to have teachers who care. You've got to have administrators who hold people accountable. You've got to, you've got to have um, resources that are there when school starts and not, not when resources are coming in three and four months later. We've got to make sure that the teachers have what they need in place to deliver the services. I want to ask you about just the, the school board as an entity. Um, and I know, and like I said, I'm just going to ask you just kind of from your perspective, what do you see in terms of that? Uh, do you think it's a, a functional body? Um, where do you think, you know, if, if improvements need to be made, where do you think those improvements need to be made in terms of the body in and of itself? I, I really can't answer that question, and I'll tell you why. I have watched the school board for the past five to six years um, with a lot of focus. I haven't seen any deficiencies in the way they deliver their business, but you don't see everything. Right. And the only way you can see everything is to get involved at the board level. So I'll respond this way. When I'm elected, I will evaluate the system and get involved and support what's student-focused, <laughs> parent communication-focused, and teacher-focused. And those, that's my mission. That's my mission to, to gain that information, support those initiatives that do those three things, and 
my perspective may change. I don't know, but I think the system is making great improvements and great strides. Mr. Cooks, as someone who has, uh, you know, worked in government, who has worked in the inner city, I want to ask you, and I, and I feel like you're, um, you have a, a unique perspective on this. If I ask you about the role of social economics in education, can you break that down for us? Um, I'll do my best. Um, socioeconomic impact on education affects decision making of parents. Hmm. And unfortunately, human beings are conditioned to be homogeneous, only be in their groups, whether it's economic, racial, uh, social, geographical. And that forces automatic diversity in some cases and in some communities. In our community, it forces division. Now, <clears throat> is that bad? No. The reality is, pri the reality is prior to um, desegregation, the highest performing schools were in the black community. And the opportunity in this community, and, I, and I'm not going to make this a racial issue, but the, the best teachers were asked to move out to the suburbs. I'm not telling you what I understood. I'm telling you people with history have told me that. So I'm like, why you take the best teachers and move them out? So you get the best teachers teaching the quote-unquote perceived best kids. Well, the population has changed. The population shift has happened. And the reality is we got to raise the tide so all boats can rise. All boats can rise. When the tide rises, everybody eats. When the tide goes low, only those with the bigger boats eat. It's up to us to make the difference in changing this community. I love Augusta Richmond County. It is the best decision I ever made in my life to come to this community. My children have been blessed for it. My family has been blessed for it. And quite frankly, we've got a growth opportunity that may not come our way again for another 50 to 80 years. So if we, if we don't harness this at this point in time, if we don't channel this energy and build on all parts of our system, education, government, uh, security, police, infrastructure, it may be too late if we don't harness it now. It's a growth opportunity. Better to get on the curve instead of beyond the curve. Better to get either ride the curve on the top or be right below before it hits its crest. And we're right below before it hits its crest. So we got to make sure we're ready to ride the wave. And I think the foundation of that curve is our educational system. That's good. I want to, and I think this is just a, a component that is overlooked a lot of the time. Not, not by yourself. I just, you know, so much of campaigning is... I think just getting out your ideologies, but another important part of that is just getting people out to vote. Um, you know, I know you're you're campaigning, and you know you have the focuses of your campaign in terms of you know student, teacher, or student, student, parent, and teacher. But I just kind of want to get just a sense of urgency from you in terms of just encouraging people to come out, become aware of their candidates, and ultimately make sure they come out to vote. Let's be clear: our community is very diverse. But unfortunately, our community is divided by its diversity. It's a reality of what it is. But unified diversity is powerful. Hmm. If the diverse groups are, are unified, there's nothing that they can't accomplish. 
and I'll leave that for, for people to think about. <laughs> the reality is we've got to get people registered to vote. They have to come out and vote. I was talking to a young lady over the weekend. I was at a uh, backpack giveaway, and the question was, can I vote online? No, you can't vote online because that too, leaves the opportunity for fraud. I told her that. I said, but if you want to get involved in this community, you need to get registered to vote, and you need to exercise your right to vote. And if you can't get there on the day of voting, you can vote uh, absentee ballot. That's a reality. Absentee ballots are available come September 20th, I think. Early voting starts October 15th. And I want to encourage everybody here in Georgia, if you want to vote in the November 6th election, the deadline to register to vote is October 9th. October 9th, really? October 9th. I, I thought it was later than that. October 9th. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so we got to get it out there. In South Carolina, it's October 5th, because I know i got some Carolina listeners. October okay. 5th. Okay, October 9th. In, in, uh, in Augusta, Richmond County, throughout Georgia, it's October 9th. So if you're out there, District 3 uh, voters, my name is Robert Cooks. <laughs> I am running for District 3 School Board Trustee. Um, what I ask you to do is if you live in District 3, vote for me. That's the reality of it. Make sure you're registered to vote by October 9th. And remember... Student-centered policy, parent-centered communication, teacher-centered education and support. That's the platform for my campaign, and I want to see this community grow with the school system as the foundation because folks are clamoring to get into a couple of our schools. They'll even lie to get into our schools, <laughs> okay? But the reality is our system has all the services, have all the components for growth, and we've got to change the perspective of what the system has to offer. That's good, man. So glad to be able to sit down with you and have this conversation. And best of luck to you come, uh, come October and November. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Making a Difference. But the movement doesn't stop here. You can follow us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com backslash making, M-A-K-I-N, a difference. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash making, M-A-K-I-N, a different show. That's the best way to keep up with all of our podcasts and video logs. Love you guys so much. Peace and God bless. You win. Perfect.